poppin', my people. Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your gracious host, the Radical Latino. How you guys been? How was your week? My week has been crazy. Well, my three weeks since I've been out has been crazy. I just, I'm doing things that you can care of stuff that I'm gonna add to the podcast and all that other stuff. So you guys should just stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? But, um,. Yeah, let's uh let's get into it. If you guys haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, listen, I highly suggest you guys do because I'm like I said, I'm uploading content. I'm not gonna be uploading on the podcast at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm uploading content that like the Amber Geiger thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm doing a deep dive on that. And I'm always, always, always getting updates on that situation. So follow me there, you know, just because of that. Also, um, I'm, I talk about, you know, the corner store, um, Becky and, you know, the apartment Hillary and all those other, you know, white supremacist bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That I'm not going to be talking about in the podcast. Like, I'll put my little thoughts into it or whatever the case is, but... I really just make big videos so you guys could hear my thoughts or whatever. So go to my YouTube is the Radical Latino and subscribe so you guys could get up to date and on the things that I'm doing. Also, um, if you guys you know are find are having trouble finding it or something like that, uh, if this is on iTunes, click on the picture the. The podcast picture, just click on that. There's going to be a, a description of the podcast. All the way in the bottom, there's going to be a link on my YouTube channel. And that'll help you guys out. Also, if it's on Google Play, I really don't know how to... I don't I don't got Google. So, yeah, out of luck, just type in The Radical Latino. You know what I'm saying? Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. You know what I mean? But let me give you guys a little update on this treasure situation. For those who don't know... Um, I did an interview with Treasure's sister. So for this whole like week, this black girl from um, that was on Dr. Phil has been all over. And basically she was just talking bad about black people, how black people are lazy, and, you know, uh, murderers and just, you know, scumbag. And she's a black girl who thinks that she's white, believes that she's white. You know what I'm saying? And... Throughout this whole week, people, you know, just been going like, this is crazy, I can't believe it, oh my god. And, you know, I made a video about it, and, you know, picking apart what it is. I'm not gonna, if you got, I'm not gonna really go um, a deep dive into it. Like I said, go to my YouTube, check it out. But, then it starts to come out saying that everything that this girl was talking about and was standing up for, and was basically, you know, claiming it's all a lie. All this shit is a lie. None of that shit is true. So, I decided to do a little bit more digging, a little bit more digging, a little bit more digging, and I found her sister. Her sister, I found her sister, and her sister's basically been all over social media right now, Basically, she's airing out her family's dirty secrets. You know what I'm saying? Listen, this is all bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, this is not true. You know what I mean? And the thing is, I uh, I seen two interviews of uh, her sister. One was an over-the-phone interview. It was really short. You know what I mean? They really much tackled what, um, you know, her sister is about and all this other stuff. And a little bit of they tackled on her little background. That's about it. You know what I'm saying? And then a last interview wasn't really an interview. It was just um, screenshots of their conversation. You know what I'm saying? It was just screenshots of her and the the, the content creator and her and her sister's conversation, and they were just like, oh yeah, you know, I talked to her and here you go, and the video was all grainy, couldn't even see, it was too far away. You know, if you're gonna show some proof or some receipts of some screenshots, at least make the shit look clear. 
You know what I mean? So I reached out to Nina. That's her name. That's a treasure's sister's name, Nina. I reached out to Nina and she was with it. You know, we had an interview and actually this is a small snippet of it. Now, one thing that I did notice, yeah, that that's absolutely true because one thing that I was very critical of was the fact that Dr. Phil was totally fine with um, people just coming in there, especially, you know, your sister who was uh, faking, but whatever, coming in there and just disgracing black people and calling them all types of names left and right and all around the world, you know, but... I bet you, I bet you a hundred dollars. You know, he wouldn't do that with someone white coming in there talking bad about white people. You know what I mean? Oh, never. Oh, never. He probably wouldn't even take that story on. Exactly. Oh, not even probably. He wouldn't because he's racist and he's a he's a proud white man. Yeah. So there you guys go. Um, if you guys want to listen to it more and the full interview, remember go to my YouTube and check it out. But. That's the interview me and her sister did. And she basically was exposing her. She was like, listen, um, this is what happened. She was basically lying. She wanted um, a flight to California, blah, 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 blah. And it was it was crazy to me that somebody would like steep down to those levels just so they could you know, become a meme or become famous or whatever the case is. Even though it was dogging out your own race. You know what I'm saying? Which is insane. But this is something that I actually found very interesting. And that small snippet, you could, uh, guys could probably hear the, you know, the rest of it. But in that small snippet, we, we stumbled upon something very interesting. That Dr. Phil basically allowed all of this to happen he allowed you know this racist rhetoric to go on and he basically just checked her on a couple of things you can't say the word retarded that's offensive but she was saying nigga like left and right you know what i'm saying and the thing is he he went on an interview on the breakfast club right and he basically said, actually, check this part out. A black girl who says that she's white. Now, Charlemagne gave a donkey today. Have you ever heard donkey today? Do you even remember who that is, Dr. Phil? I do remember this treasure girl. Yeah. Yes, I do. She drove me crazy. <laughs> Did you believe anything that was coming out of her mouth? You know, when you get somebody that is that radical, the first thing you do is think, you know, is this a put on? Right, but we before we have somebody on, we do a deep dive on these people before they ever get on, and this mother was desperate. All right, so you guys heard her right there. You know, we do a deep dive on these people. We do a deep dive. How much of a deep dive did you really do? If it took the internet less than two days to actually find out that this chick was lying, how much a deep dive did you really do? That it took me less than five seconds to get an interview from her sister exposing the whole thing as a fraud. How much of a deep dive did you really do? Are you serious? Are you serious? I really do think that this all had to do with ratings and he didn't care about exploiting black people from someone black, you know, giving white supremacist rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really do believe that. I really do believe that because of his actions. So now I'm kind of side-eyeing Dr. Phil. You know what I mean? And this is petition going around. I'm going to put it on the link of this uh, podcast and YouTube. There's a link going around. Um, a petition, actually, going around saying that let Dr. Phil admit that the story is fake. You know what I'm saying? If you got a full team, a full room of researchers, you know what I mean? Doing a deep dive, you just heard it first. We do a deep dive on these people. Y'all do a big of ass deep dive on people and all that. And y'all couldn't find that this bitch was lying? Are you serious? 
but it took us less than five minutes to find out, yo, she's full of shit. You know what I'm saying? This little girl's full of shit. You know what I'm saying? So how 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 much of a deep dive did you do? Or did you just hear the rhetoric and you say, yo, our ratings will actually go up on this. And guess what? We're not going to be in, involved in any um, racial allegations because she's the one talking bad about her own race. You know what I mean? And then they flip it talking about, oh, this is bad and all that other stuff. They flip it. But you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm side-eyeing Dr. Phil now. I'm, I'm really giving him the side-eye. This is not something that we should tolerate. You know what I mean? And the funny thing is... Um, this is, I put it on my Twitter. I'm actually going to put it on my Instagram. Um, the treasure girl, she, she hit me up. The treasure chick hit me up. And in one of the videos uh, on my Instagram that I posted, you know, I, um, before I even had the interview with her sister, I was like, yo, this is wild. This is crazy. This and this and this. So she hit me up. She, she commented on one of the, on, on that video. And she's like, yo, can you just drop me an ad? You know, like tag me on this uh, on this video if you're gonna be using me. And I'm like, hey yo, hold up. This doesn't this doesn't seem right. This whole thing don't seem right. Because this chick was give um um messaging me from a different account. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold up, this ain't Treasure's account. So I go to Treasure's account and apparently her shit is down. She has so many reports that her shit is down. So this might be Treasure's new account. The one that hit me up. Go to my Twitter and my Instagram. You guys will see what I'm talking about. But she hit me up talking about an app. And I was like, listen. I was like, listen, sweetie. I don't know if you know, but I interviewed your sister. She exposed you. And I'm not going to just at someone just for clout. I don't do that. And she never responded. But that, that's my stance. I'm not going to at you so you could get more clout because you're talking negative, um, negative uh, things about your own community. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, I know you're all for attention. I understand that you want to just do this because um, for the moment and you, you want to get famous and you want to get money because there's a donation page right now and only white supremacists are probably donating to you. I get that. You know what I'm saying? This is another hustle for you. I get it. But if you're going to try to hustle, at least try to hustle smart. If you're going to try to hustle, at least try to be more, you know, tactical about it. You know what I'm saying? At least be more tactical about it. Spew all that all that racist shit, but codify it. Codify it. You know what I'm saying? Just codify it. You know what I mean? You feel me? So, it, it, was, it was a little weird. It was like... It was like, yo, I did an interview with her sister. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting all these comments. And then out of nowhere, her main page is the one that didn't um, message me. But it was her other page that she had to create. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that fucking funny? Ain't that shit fucking funny? Damn right, Cardi. That shit is dumb funny. <laughs> Yo, I had to get that drop. That shit was classic. Y'all seen that rant? That shit was mad funny. Footages. <laughs> Footages. Anyway. Yeah, so I just found that shit type, type hilarious. You know what I'm saying? I just found that shit type hilarious. Shorty's really wilding out out here making different accounts because people are reporting her shit. You know, it is what it is. But now moving on from, from uh, that to... Something else. Um, y'all seen that Megan Kelly joint where she talks about blackface? Um, for those who don't know, she was on she was on some segment talking about, oh yeah, blackface is not that bad. You know, blackface is you know all right. I, you know, it's not even that serious. Blah 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 blah, and all this other shit. And then out of nowhere. You know, like, she just said that shit out of nowhere. She was like, oh, yeah, it is what it is, you know. Um, it happened when I was a kid. I didn't find it, you know, offensive. And she had so much backlash because of that bullshit. Then she goes the next day and apologizes. Like, oh, I didn't know. 
I didn't, I didn't know this was gonna happen. I am so sorry, and all this other stuff. Wait, hold on. So when your job got threatened, that's when you decided to apologize, but you didn't know that that shit was fucked up when you actually said it. Isn't that fucking funny? Ain't that shit fucking funny? Word, man, funny. <laughs> yeah, that shit don't make no goddamn sense. Don't tell me you just out of nowhere just found out the history of the shit and now you found it offensive. But it is what it is because you know what? Shoddy got a $69 million um, dollar payout from her contract. So that they didn't really punish the bitch. You know what I'm saying? They just let her go. Okay, here you go. Here's $69 million. She's chilling and shit. But guess what? She's going to get another job. Don't worry about it. There's, she, she's not going to go anywhere. You know what I mean? But get... First of all, miss me with all that bullshit. You mean to tell me you go from going from Fox News, basically ragging, ragging on black people and talking bad shit about black people, talking about Latin people and calling us immigrants and all this other bullshit, to going to some other place and then out of nowhere just apologizing because you didn't know? You fucking knew. You 40 something years old, ma. Get the fuck out of here. You knew. You knew. You had more sense to know because how you apologize but also defend it in the same time. You know what I'm saying? If anybody sees the footage, footages, <laughs> if anybody sees the footages, y'all will see that she she was bugging out. She was on some other shit. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this shorty talking about? You know what I mean? She looked at lost. She looked at wild. Then um, moving on to something that's been happening for the past couple of days now. If you guys haven't noticed, white supremacists, they're going in right now. There's been four instances of white supremacists going in. There was the um, whole male bomber dude, you know what I'm saying? Then the Jewish synagogue got shot up. And then attempt then another guy shot up two black people outside of a grocery store because he couldn't go inside a church and shoot up the people. And then a hot yoga studio got shot up. God fucking damn. Are you serious? Are you serious? White supremacists are going in. White supremacists are going in. Because, check this out. I feel that, because the elections are coming up, right? I'm gonna get to what I think the elections are gonna, you know, what, what I think about it. But the elections are coming up, and they feel that, you know, Trump and all of them, they're gonna get, you know, railroaded. They feel that they're gonna lose power. And the thing is, you gotta remember, Trump hasn't done anything for white people whatsoever. He has done nothing to white people. He hasn't benefited white people whatsoever. He hasn't given white people jobs. They actually been losing jobs. He hasn't financially benefited white people whatsoever. So why are so many people behind Trump? It's because the illusion. Once you start, once you see that you're actually harming and abusing the people that you already consider your enemy, that's automatic win. That's an automatic win. Let's go for the first. Let, let, let's break this down. They'll build the wall. Automatic. That's a win. He hasn't built a wall yet, and he's not going to. But that's an automatic win. The Muslim ban, which got forwarded, got came back and they got forwarded again. I think he's back and all that. That's an automatic win to, um, for them. So when you have white supremacist terrorists. Who are obviously Trump supporters, you know, because let's be completely honest. I'll say the majority, not all, but the majority of people supporting Trump are white supremacists. Come on, fucking David Duke endorsed the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So when you have a high, 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 high um, percentage of your base are white supremacists, then because white supremacy is terroristic then you won't be surprised when they start committing acts of terror. Now, let me just go down the list, all right? 
the whole male bombing thing. For for those who don't know, I live I live in New York. You know what I'm saying? I live in the Bronx. So when that whole male bombing thing happened, you know, my Twitter feed was going crazy. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? What the hell is going on? And mind you, I had to be downtown that day. That was around Columbus Circle. You know, it got mailed to the CNN office. And then I ended up finding out a little bit more and a little bit more. I found out that at that time, right? At that time, because we didn't know what was going on. But at that time, there was a, a bomb mailed to the Time Warner building in Columbus Circle. And at that time, I'm like, all right, somebody mailed the bomb to the CNN. But then I kept on seeing the news reports. At that time, it's only been four people. It was Barack Obama, George Soros, Clintons, and CNN. Just those four people. Later on, we end up finding out there was like 10 or whatever, 12, or whatever the case is, you know? But those four people, and you guys could go to my Twitter. I automatically said, hold up. This uh, this feels like a t- um, white supremacist attack. Why? Because they started attacking Democrats, you know, and a Jew, a, 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 Jew, a Jewish person, uh, which is George George Soros. He's Jewish, and there's a bunch of conspiracy theories about George Soros actually, um, you know, supporting black movements that is against white people. You know, that's a whole conspiracy theory bullshit. But the whole point is that these people were attacked. And, you know, in a white supremacist mind, the Democrats is the enemy, even though historically they don't see that Democrats and Republicans are the same people, same white supremacists, but whatever. Um, they see them as the enemy. So, that's why I was like, wait a minute, this sounds funny style. What the fuck is going on? This sounds like some white supremacist attack, but I could be reaching. Who knows? Then later on, I, I see more news uh, coming out saying that Maxi Waters was uh, was also, you know, mailed some bombs. Um, Eric Holder was also mailed some. So I'm like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Something, something is not adding up here. Something is not adding up here. All of these people are Democrats or people who speak out against white supremacy. Some of them do, some, but not all. But most of them are Democrats and some of them are Jewish. Wait a minute, this is definitely a white supremacist attack. Then the hashtag MAGA bomber started trending. The hashtag MAGA bomber started trending. That's when I said, all right, I already suspected this because of all the evidence. Now it's confirmed. But nobody, you know, nobody found anything out yet until my man got arrested. You know what I'm saying? Apparently some steroided out stripper nigga. Like, I don't know. It was some weird. He He's some weird looking dude. But a lot of people say, yo, he's Hispanic. He's Hispanic. He's, he's not. He's not Hispanic. He's not Latino. He's just a fucking white dude. I think he's Italian and like Chinese or something like that. I don't know. But he's a white dude. But this motherfucker was driving around with a white rape-looking van. That van looked like a rape van. A white van with a bunch of Trump stickers all over, all over it. It, it, it. And the thing is, one of his employees was like, "Oh, I didn't know he w- he did look suspicious, but you know, um, his van look remind me of an ice cream truck because of all the stickers." I'm like, "Yo, are you fucking kidding me?" Are you fucking kidding me? They never see white people never see when they're when when white supremacists fuck up. They never see that shit. They're like, oh, it's whatever. But let us act any type of way. That's when they start calling the the, the cavalry. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, so they didn't even see nothing suspicious about that. They arrested the motherfucker, and now now he's in jail and all that. And you know he. He was a clear, a, clearly a white supremacist, you know. Then came the whole Jewish shooter. Do I really have to explain what what he is? Like, come on, that Jewish shooter. 
But this is something that I've noticed about the media and the Jewish community. Once that Jewish shooter, you know, he went to the synagogue and shot up the spot and all that. This is what I've noticed. Nobody, I mean nobody from the media, asked one of the Jewish people, Hey, do you forgive the shooter? Do you forgive the shooter? Nobody asks that. When somebody harms us, oh, we forget. Look at that. Um, um. Look at uh, 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 the guys that shot up the the black church. Um, Dylan Roof. People the next day were talking about, I forgive, I forgive, I forgive. When he shot that ch uh, black church up, you know what I'm saying? They were like, oh, I forgive. Let's get together and all this other. They were promoting that shit heavy. He shot up a black. He didn't give a fuck about that. He even said it. No, I don't. I don't care. I don't. Alright, you forgive me. That's what's up, bro. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? He shot up a black church and automatically people forgive. You know what I mean? The the corner store uh, bodega Becky or whatever her, her her white supremacist name is. She she obviously harassed a black kid. Then after a couple of um, news cycles later, do you forgive? Do you forgive? They always do that to us. Do you forgive? Do you forgive? You know what I'm saying? No, and look at the Jewish people didn't even do none of that shit. I'm like, no. The media is not coming at them. The media is not coming at them about forgiveness, about anything like that. Nah. They're like, nah, we, we, uh, what we're gonna do, we're gonna pack, you know, some heat. Just in case something like this happens. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't talking about that forgiveness shit. You know what I mean? They circled their, they circled their wagons and just left it that, that way. But they always do that to us. You feel me? They always do that to us. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta really watch out for that. Really gotta watch out for that. So then the dude, the another dude wanted to shoot up a black church, wanted to do a dental roof, but he couldn't go in because it was locked. The door was locked. So he said, fuck it. I'ma set I'm I'm a I'm a just settle settle for less. You know what I'm saying? Went to a grocery store a couple of um, blocks away, I believe. And shot two black people. He shot two black people. And you know, because that's what his main goal was. And he is a white supremacist because one of the, the one dude with a gun was approaching, uh, you know, the, the white supremacist shooter that shot up two black people in the grocery store. Before he shot him up, or I think after, he, uh, he, he said, put down your gun. Whites shouldn't shoot each other. So, right there, right then and there, you know he's a white supremacist. You know what I'm saying? Right then and there, with that ideology, with that action, white supremacist, and the hot yoga studio shooter, that actually happened um, pr pretty recently. There's a bunch of YouTube clips of him talking about that anti-black and anti-Semitic bullshit. So, all of these people are white supremacists. All of these people our Trump supporters. How convenient is that? Wow. How convenient is fucking that? Facts. That's mad convenient, right? That's mad convenient. So, that... <laughs> that, that right there shows you what kind of base Trump is talking to. You know what I'm saying? If you had any doubt or any inkling of, hey, is Trump a racist? Is he a white supremacist? Is he dog whistling to white supremacists? Boom, right there. Right there. You know, there's no there's no other if, ands, or buts about it. Um, so I want to talk about voting. So I'm, rec I'm recording this on Sunday. Voting is going to happen on Tuesday. So I am going to edit this on Monday and hopefully, you know bring it out to you guys by then but the 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 whole voting thing everybody's going in and talking about vote blue vote blue voting 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 we got to do something we got to get more democrats in the seats of house of representatives and all this other stuff and when you actually look at some of these policies and some of these lawmakers and politicians um, they're not saying nothing about what they're gonna do to help black people and Latin people specifically. They're not saying nothing. 
They're not talking about saying nothing. They're not talking about doing anything. So who the fuck are we gonna... Who's helping us? Why, why are we voting? You know what I'm saying? Why are we voting? I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a history. Like this, this whole voting topic goes to my main topic of the of the show. But voting never really helped. Never really helped. Voting always was the I promise to give you and do something narrative. You know what I'm saying? I promise and to do and give you something, but we not really. You know, it's not really gonna happen. So when. Uh, when you go back to history, what have Democrats and Republicans really done? And if anything, they harmed us more than anything. They harmed us more than anything. Let's go back to the Reagan era. They introduced crack cocaine to our communities. This is well documented. The CIA ended up admitting it years later that that's what they did. But all in all, they introduced crack cocaine into the inner cities into our areas you think that was coincidental you know what i'm saying and people voted for these pieces of shit you know what i'm saying so they introduced crack cocaine into the um, areas and then punish us for the things that they introduced that's a what a double-edged sword right what a double-edged sword reagan said I'm going to a war on drugs, war on drugs, war on drugs. And then he introduced laws that will further hinder us. For example, you get more time for having crack cocaine than regular cocaine, than regular powder. The only difference is with crack cocaine and regular cocaine is crack is in a rock form. That's the only thing. I don't want this podcast to turn into drugs 101, you know, how to fucking make shit, but I'm just saying. It, it, it turns into a rock form. You feel me? So why would I get more time for the same drug just in a different form? And they would say, well, one is more addictive than another. That's bullshit. That's 100% bullshit. They're both addictive. You know what I'm saying? One is just less cheap than the other one. And one is just used by a demographic more than the other one. So yes, that's the reason why. They, they made crack cocaine, um, you know, more more uh, more punishable than regular cocaine. You know, so that's just one example. Let's go to the Democrats. Bill Clinton introduced the three strike laws. And three, yeah, people will say, well, that only affects California. That also affects everywhere else. You know, but he introduced the three strike laws. You feel me? That doesn't help us whatsoever. That doesn't. That's that harms us. If anything, that harms us. Now, the thing is, we don't. I don't want to vote because of tradition. You know, I don't want to vote because my grandfather did it. I don't want to vote because my mom did it, and she was Democrat. So I gotta be Democrat too. No, I don't want to do that. I I want to see what policies these people are gonna do specifically for us. Let me start with Latinos. Just because a politician talks about immigration reform or immigration rights doesn't mean that they're talking about us. Because immigration or immigrants aren't specifically Latinos. Think about it. Yes, the majority of immigrants here are Latin people. You're absolutely right. But that doesn't mean that's exclusively for us. Because once you become a citizen, you're not an immigrant no more. So why the fuck they keep on talking about immigrant rights? Why they keep on talking about immigrant rights? And that's supposed to be pandering for us, you know? So most of the Latin people here are first-generation immigrants. The first-generation sons and daughters from immigrants. How the fuck is immigration rights um, working for us? So whenever Hillary Clinton or whatever comes into our circle... The first thing they go like, well, you know, uh, we're going to talk about immigration and that's what we're going to do. And we're going to just, you know, more, more immigrant rights. There's going to be, um, sanctuary cities and all that other What? What the, what does that have to do with us now? Okay. We're citizens. How is immigration rights going to help us now? 
You know what I'm saying? How is that gonna help us now? We gotta, we gotta get away from that bullshit. Nah, we gotta get away from that bullshit. They're not talking about Latin issues specifically because what affects the black, listen, black communities and Latin communities are intermingled. We're all living the same boat. So whatever affects black people affects us. Whatever affects us affects black people. So what we gotta start looking at is what politician is talking specifically about black and Latin needs, okay? Black and Latin needs, okay? This this whole thing could be way different from the rest of the country. I'm just going based on New York from where I'm from and some other parts where I've been. But predominantly, Latin and black people live together. You feel me? They live together and we all get treated the same. We all go- get arrested in the same rate. Well, now not the same, but still. We all get arrested in the same rate. We all get treated the same. We all get funneled into special ed. We all get, you know, abused by the system. So let's really talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Let's really talk about it. Let's really have a politician out here talking about our needs specifically. Black people, there's never been no need for black people um, for politicians talking about black people specifically. Never. That never happened. That never happened. No politician has ever talked about black people's needs specifically. They talk about minorities. That's another key word. Listen to these key words. Minority. Minority doesn't mean black. Minority doesn't specifically mean black. You know, just like immigration. Immigration doesn't specifically mean Latin. You know what I'm saying? So, so minority. So that's supposed to be for black? Alright. White women are minorities. Most of those rights are going to them. Gay white men are minorities. Most of those rights are going to them. So, if we're cutting the pie up, that shit's already in 50-50. Two people in the dominant society is already getting minority rights. So now they split the pie up a quarter and they give it to white people who claim to be one-eighth Native American. All right. They cut the pie up a little bit more and decide to give it to white Latinos, or I'll say Hispanics, white Hispanic who identify with white. They're not Latin people. Fuck that. They're Hispanic. White Hispanics and white Hispanics are representing the whole group of Latinos, which they don't. Because they don't give a fuck about Latinese. They don't give a fuck about Latin people getting shipped off to El Salvador or South America or back to Mexico. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a fuck about that. But it's supposedly because they have Hispanic roots. You know what I'm saying? They're supposed to represent the pot. Nah, they don't. They're just white supremacists and sheep scolding. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? And then after that comes black people and what? They just get crumbs? You can't split up the pie enough. All they do is get crumbs? Look look, look what, what happened when we voted Obama in. I voted for Obama, Obama. I voted for Obama. And I got extremely disappointed when he goes, um, when he, when he backpedaled on that whole Trayvon Martin thing. Because he was like, oh, if I had a son, you know, he'll be like Trayvon Martin. But then he backpedaled. And that got me disappointed. I got disappointed right there. And he did everything for every other group. Again, he didn't really do nothing for Latinos. The only thing, what, immigration reform? Like I said again. But every other group. The whole post-nightclub shooting. He gave gay people a lot of rights right then and there. You know, women... He gave them a lot of rights to Jewish people. Gave them, but for black people specifically, more black people died during Obama than any other point in history. And the best he could do is, well, we got to do this. Well, you know, we I, I'm not the president for all black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is going on? So this whole, this is my thing. This whole voting thing is bullshit. All right? I'm not going the conspiracy route where I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on. It's like, they already decided who's going to... Fuck that. No. What have these politicians done? 
what have these politicians done specifically? The reason why it's creeping up now and everybody's saying, oh, you gotta vote Democrat, da da da, and all this other bullshit. Because all other groups under Trump are getting shitted on besides black people. Let's be honest, black people, let's say, the, the worst thing that's happening to black people right now is that they're getting the cops called on them. Let's be completely honest. Under, under Trump, all other groups are getting shitted on. Muslims got shitted on. Latin people, we getting shitted on on a daily basis. Women, even white women, are getting shitted on. So, the shit isn't just sitting in one part. Everybody is sharing the shit. Everybody is sharing the shit. And don't and don't come come now saying, well, now we understand how you guys feel. No, 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 no. No. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's not just jump into that bandwagon. You feel me? Nah. Fuck all that. So everybody is sharing the shit. You know what I mean? So that's the reason why they want to vote. Blue and all this other little stupid ass hashtags. If no politician is talking about our specific needs, we shouldn't vote. Point blank and simple. That's it. We shouldn't vote. It's is that simple. We should not vote. Just because somebody's talking about our um our needs specifically, that's when we should vote. But because someone is not, and they use little code words like immigration and minorities, nah. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, you have to specifically give them because every other group got specific needs. You feel me? That's my thoughts on this whole voting thing. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper on that with the topic. The importance of Latin identity. The main reason why I even started this podcast. And I started, you know, my own little, uh, you know... Uh, thing about white supremacy and all this other stuff and actually talking about something like this is because I saw a lot of confusion in the Latin community, especially in the Latin community. You know what I mean? Black people, for the most part, they don't have that confusion. They automatically know, listen, this is my place. White supremacy exists and I get affected by white supremacy on a daily basis. Land people, some of us know, a lot of us don't. Latin people, we do this, we like to get along, um, to get along and live along and all this other bullshit, you know what I'm saying? We like to ignore stuff, which we gotta get out of. But because of that ignorance comes an identity crisis. With that ignorance comes everything else with our identity crisis. And a lot of Latin people that I interacted with, hey, what are you? Oh, I'm a Puerto Rican and Mexican. Okay, cool. That's what's up. But that's not your race. So what's your race? Latin. Well, Latin is not a race if we're talking about America, you know? If you go down to our countries, they call each other uh, mestizos. You know what I'm saying? But... We're not talking about mostizos now because that's um, census-wise, which I'm going to get in a second. Census-wise, that's not a race, a category of race. But anyway, so what are you? Latin, Hispanic, and all this other shit. It's not a, it's not a race. What are you? And the first thing that they would do is they would look down, look at their skin, and go like, "Oh, I'm white. Oh, you're white. Okay, so you're European. Is that what you're saying?" And this is where the confusion starts. Once they say, I'm white, and you follow it up, oh, so you're European, you're from Europe. This is where the confusion starts because their bullshit starts getting railroaded around to like, what, wait, what's going on? I'm not, well, I'm not white, but I'm not black. You know what I'm saying? That's when the confusion starts because it's lack of education, lack of identity. It's a lack. And I blame a lot of our parents for doing that because a lot of our parents come from countries that is, you automatically know which which one is which. You come here, shit, you have a whole identification pool. You could literally dip and dabble in every, 
you know, race that you want because you're Latin. You know what I'm saying? Latinos are a big ass mix. You feel me? So that this is where identity crisis comes in. And when I say the importance, the importance of calling what you are, self-labeling yourself, giving yourself a, a label, and calling yourself what you are, that's very important. Because you'll start moving a different way, you start thinking a different way. You know what I'm saying? If, you, if you've been told all your life that you're dumb, you're stupid, you're retarded, and you're funneled into special ed because of that, even though you have no history or no evidence of a learning disability, the only evidence that they have is because you have an attitude problem, you're automatically given that label, mentally, that label. After years of repeated, repeat, 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 repeat of the same thing, repeated things, of saying you're stupid, you're dumb, you're retarded, you're stupid, you're dumb, you're retarded, you can't read, you're stupid, you're dumb, you're retarded, you can't read. All of this, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. That's going to be ingrained to the point where you could get educated. You could get to the point where you said, yo, I don't have a learning disability. I never did. They funneled me into special ed because of my attitude. Why? Because that's part of white supremacy. But that label mentally is still there and it's going to be very hard for you to shake away. That's why I'm saying it's very, it's very important for us to identify ourselves that's not white. Very important. Very important because once we start getting ourselves away from that, that's when we start becoming free. Once we start getting our label away that we're not white, that's when we actually start moving a different way. That's when we start thinking a different way. That's when we start actually talking a different way. That's when we start going into circles with people who think like us a different way. That's when we actually start talking and, you know, being part of these think tanks. And we actually start saying, okay, there's more to this shit. There's more to just what I thought I was. You know what I'm saying? It's very important because besides a, a confidence booster, it's gonna actually make you see everything around you very differently. Very differently. So it's very important for self-identification. Very important. And you gotta own that shit. You know what I'm saying? You gotta own that shit. But it's very important because all Latinos, the, I keep on repeating this, all Latinos, the lightest ones, it doesn't matter. The lightest Latin person out here. Do a genealogy test. Best fucking believe the less Native American genes you probably have is 35%. It won't go any lower than that. Trust me. It will not go any lower than that. Even if you only have one white parent and they're like 100% white, it will not go any lower than that. I am telling you, you could have two white ass Latin people with blue and green eyes. Best believe the lowest you'll probably get of being Native American or Native is 35 to 30%. I'm telling you, I see this shit all the goddamn time. I see this shit all the goddamn time. White Latin women with big ass fucking booties and shit. You know what I'm saying? Thick as fuck, looking mad good, calling themselves white, but they're not built like white women. They take genealogy tests. <laughs> tests, what the fuck? They take, <laughs> take a genealogy test and they're like, oh shit, I'm, na I'm native? I'm 30% native? Holy fuck, I thought I was white. Uh, your body doesn't say that. Your body's built like a black woman. The fuck you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So we gotta we got we gotta be honest with ourselves. You feel me? We gotta be honest with ourselves. Because it goes back to the census. The census is a piece of paper that's done every uh, I believe every 10, 10, 20 years or something like that. It's done every every 10 or 20 years where where it's you know 
they take a you know a number pool of the people and because they want to know what the resources are they want to know what the hell is going on how many people are hearing all this other stuff so they made a census you know and in that census there's different labels when it began um the census began with two labels i believe three was it asian white or black that's it um part of the census was well the big controversy of the census was how can we count black people so that's when the whole three-fifth compromise thing came about you know what i'm saying that's what happened so when that three-fifth compromise happened okay so this is what's counting for people now you know that's when the census started you know taking a good look at the, the the country and all this other shit right then later on in the census the census evolution um the treaty of the mexican people in 1848 the treaty of guadalupe hidalgo was a treaty between the united states and mexico right that's basically what what it is is that united states was buying land from mexico they drew a line and said listen this is the united states so the treaty of the united states and mexico um the Mexican government was very concerned about their people who is essentially, all right, they're going to be over there and they're going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be U.S. citizens. The thing about it is that they wanted to ensure their people's safety. We want to ensure that these people get treated the same. We want to ensure that these people are going to be treated fairly. And in the census, there was only a couple of categories. White being the number one, which never changed. That white category never went anywhere. So the only way the Mexican people or, you know, of, of Latin origin can ever get rights or treated rights, according to them, according to the white supremacists, was to label themselves white. In 1848, this is what happened, all right? 1848, that's when that whole Mexicans are considered white and they're gonna be white. That's when it happened. But paper is very different from reality. Extremely different from reality. Now, before the 60s, this whole immigration thing was not even a big concern. There was a lot of people were not coming in and out of the country unless you were European. If you were European and you got on a boat and came over here, that's when everything was all good. You get land, money, all this other bullshit, right? Anybody else? Asian? No. Uh, Latin people? No. Black people? Yes, but not on their own decor. You know, they had to be slaves. You know what I'm saying? So, in 18, um, you know, 48, that's when this whole thing of white came out. And now, Latin people, you know, especially Mexicans, because Mexicans make up more of the Latin community in America than anything else, percentage-wise, I mean, were considered white. But they were not treated white. They were not given the same benefits as whites whatsoever on paper you're white in reality you're not so this is where the confusion started this is where the confusion started this is where you have start having latin people out here calling themselves white this is where the confusion started and with that confusion came out a whole list of things um during the lynchings of black people let's be completely honest the majority of people lynched were black but a lot of people don't know a lot of latin people got lynched also a lot of people don't know that a lot of latin people 
got lynched also. The percentage of Latin people getting lynched literally goes second. Doesn't go third, doesn't go fourth. It goes second. Black people got lynched 80 something or, or was it 70 something percent? Latin people got the rest of that. Because obviously there was more black, there's more black people here than Latin people back, back in those days. Because if they didn't find a black person, guess what? Latin person would do. Because they're closely related anyway. You know, so a lot of um, Mexicans were getting lynched out here. You know what I'm saying? So that right there, well, obviously that tells you, wait a minute. Um, in paper, I could be white. I could self-identify as white. But when you go out here in the real world, your whole little fantasy does not reflect in reality. Your fantasy does not reflect in reality. You won't get that job. You won't get that loan. You won't get that car. You won't get that house. Your fantasy is not equaling your reality. So you could be out here kicking walls and punching doors all day. Saying, how the fuck am I not getting benefits because I'm white? No, you're not. You might have the same skin color, but deep down they know. Some of, the, some of them might give you a pass. Some of them might give you a pass. Hey, let me be honest. There's a lot of Latin, uh, there's a lot of Latin people that I've seen who literally look white. They look like they're fucking white people, and they're the ones who's passing. Once they see that last name, <laughs> all that shit goes out the window. That's when they start um, treating you as an other. You know what I'm saying? But not most of the time. I've seen a lot of Latin people who look fucking white. For example, um, that chick from Black Ink. Who, who sees Black Ink? That chick from Black Ink. Um, that Tati, Tati or something like that. that. I think that's her name, Tati. She's Latina, but my, yo, she is white as fuck. She could pass for white. She is passing for white. She looks white, but she's Latina. You know what I'm saying? Once they see that last name, all that shit changes. But the whole thing is, there's a lot of Latin people out here who literally look like white people. Literally. You will not know until they see that last name. But still, you will not know. You know what I'm saying? But those are the people who are who are passing and they're on the clear. They're, they're on the white side. They already made that decision. That's it. You don't even have to, I'm not even fighting for them. They already made that decision. That, they're over there. You know, you good, go over there. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is that for the rest of us, they're not fighting for us. For the rest of us, they're fighting for, for their white survival. You know what I'm saying? They already chose that side. Even if it's going to be detrimental or not, doesn't matter. So I'm, ta I'm talking about us now. I'm talking about Latinos, Latin people. They're, they shouldn't even classify themselves as I, whenever they want to get benefits, that's when they do. That's when the white Latin people come in. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, so a lot of um, Latin people were getting lynched back in those days. You know? And there's a big identity crisis. Even to this day, you have a lot of Latin people who don't what, don't know what, what they're going to, you know, what they're going to um, put on that little box. And I tell them, you got two choices. Native American or black. Either one. Doesn't matter because Native American will consider black either way. So <laughs> in reality, you only got one black. You know? But that's that's what my thing is. That's what, you know, I'm going to end it with. Self-identifying. All right? Self-identifying. We have to do this and we have to do it right. You feel me? We have to do this and we have to do it right and we have to learn to self-identify. This is a very important thing to do. Alright? So, I'm going to catch you guys later. If you guys like what I said, guys like what you heard, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the same name. Radical underscore Latino underscore. And I'm going to catch you guys later.